Glass? Who gives a shit about glass? Who the fuck is this? Hello, you beautiful nerds. It's Xmas time, and I think it's fair to say that we're all going to be consuming more content than usual this year. So I thought it'd be fun to go over all my favorite movies to watch this time of year, but with the little twist. Everyone has their family-friendly movies that they watch every Christmas, but I want to take a few minutes to show some love for the other Christmas movies. The ones that you watch after the kids fall asleep and all the adults are fucked up. That's right, we're going to count down the filthiest, bloodiest, and dick joke funniest movies to watch during the holiday season. Grab yourself a cup of eggnog, because he here are the... Number 10, Krampus. Christmas is often considered the most wonderful time of the year, when in actuality, there are a lot of parts of Christmas that are fucking terrible. It can be a pretty stressful time of the year. And who doesn't make a ham at Christmas? What are you now, a Jew? I don't like that shit. This movie follows a family who are dealing with all the typical woes that the holidays bring. It hits the son the hardest and he totally gives up on Christmas. Like his Christmas spirit is gone or whatever. And that's when the spooky German monster Krampus shows up. In case you're not familiar, Krampus is a big Eastern European evil Santa type creature that kidnaps bad kids on Christmas and kills them or something. It's something like that. It's white people shit. It stars Tony Collette, Adam Scott, Allison Tallman, and David Kochner. It also stars this lady. You know this lady. She's always like the sassy aunt. Yeah, she's in this movie too. The use of practical effects is quite impressive. There's not a lot of CGI in the movie, so the use of makeup and puppets make all the creatures feel that much more tangible and creepy. Spoilers for the ending, but it does have one of those it was all a dream kind of endings, which is kind of one of my pet peeves. It's not that big of a deal in this movie because the whole premise of the movie is kind of silly and it doesn't take itself too seriously or anything. But just, I'm not a fan of the Jacob's Ladder scenario. You're positing this is a Jacob's Ladder scenario? The movie's pretty damn good, even though it's pretty white people like there's mostly white people in it they make very white people decisions but that's a lot of horror movies maybe i should make another list like top 10 horror movies where that have have a lot of black people number nine black christmas you know for a public servant i think your attitude really sucks despite the title there aren't actually any black people in this movie it's actually a slasher film from the 1970s set on a college campus during christmas time a bunch of sorority girls are staying together during the holidays but a psycho is determined to ruin their fun by you know killing them one by one. Hey, Lois Lane is in this movie. Black Christmas is actually shot really fucking well. The story is pretty interesting too. The film kind of seems like an allegory for the perils of toxic masculinity. Let's get one thing straight. You are not going to abort that baby. Peter, you're not going to tell me what I can and cannot do. Jess, if you try getting an abortion... I think you better leave. If you try getting an I abortion... I said get out. The movie is also the origin of the now nauseatingly overused trope. The call is coming from inside the house. With a lot of fun twists and turns, wonderful cinematography, and pretty great performances by an ensemble cast, this spine-chilling little sleeper hit is a great adult flick for the holidays. The calls are coming from the house. Number eight, the Star Wars holiday special. Maybe it's tradition, maybe it's marketing, but me and my family have always watched Star Wars around Christmas time. Combine that with the fact that this movie movie was actually aired as a holiday special on paper that sounds like the perfect christmas movie but it is in fact the craziest shit i've ever seen anyone who thinks that the last jedi or the prequels were the worst that star wars had to offer have never seen the dumpster fire that is the star wars holiday special supposedly or supposedly 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 set between a new hope and empire strikes back the star wars holiday special mostly follows chewbacca's immediate family so aside from the occasional cameo from a character that you actually care about you're grown, huh? 
I think his voice has changed. We get to watch these absurdly named characters watch ridiculous cooking shows, masturbating to Diane Carroll, and talking to each other with no subtitles. This film is hilariously insane on a level only comparable to The Room. There's a whole bunch of wild shit in this movie that makes you wonder exactly what drugs the writers were taking when they made this piece of garbage. It is so much fun to watch. Like, I'm telling you, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. I would have it higher on my list, but it starts to get really boring when B. Arthur and Carrie Fisher start singing and it makes me want to go to sleep. Number seven, Bad Santa. Every time I watch this movie, I'm surprised by how much I love it. Like, I forget how good it is every year. Probably because there are so many dog shit, self-proclaimed comedies where the title is bad, insert noun here. But yeah, this movie is funny as shit. The movie follows this degenerate named Willie who works as a department store Santa. He's already the worst possible mall Santa ever, but he's also a fucking thief. Him and his friend Marcus get jobs as a Santa and elf and rob the mall every year. But this year, Willie meets this kind of dumb little kid named Thurman who, through his kindness, shows Willie that he probably shouldn't be a piece of shit anymore. It's a pretty good story considering that judging a book by its cover, it looks kind of like one of those gross dick and fart National Lampoon movies, but the cast is really the highlight. Look here. Get him out of here. I'll go smooth things over with your pesca. What do you mean, get him out of here? Zach figures. You want all kind of set aside, special treatment because you're handicapped. You all the same. Special treatment? I'm three foot fucking tall, you asshole. It's a matter of physics. Draw me a sketch of how I get him to the car. Bad Santa is hysterically wild and surprisingly sweet. And also a really fun one to get drunk to. Hey, asshole. How many times I gotta tell you? Get out from behind my bar! Number six, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Writer and director Shane Black is the king of Christmas action movies. Christmas is fun. It's unifying, and all your characters are involved in this event that stays within the larger story. It roots it, I think. It grounds everything. From the classic Lethal Weapon to the MCU blockbuster Iron Man 3, all of his films take place around Christmas. If I really named all of my favorite Christmas movies, all of his flicks would make up more than half of the list. So to be fair, I only put a couple of his movies on my list. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is incredibly funny, smart, thrilling, and fucking strange. This is the perfect Christmas in LA movie. And now ever since I moved out here, watching this makes Christmas in LA feel less weird, even though it is. It's totally weird. Shane Black directs a smart, cool-as-hell neo-noir comedy about a New York thief teaming up with a gay L.A. private eye. <laughs> you don't get it, do you? This isn't good cop, bad cop. This is fag and New Yorker. You're in a lot of trouble. This flick is filled with action, plot twists, and hilariously quotable lines like... Look up idiots in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No! The definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are! And... For starters... She's been fucked more times than she's had hot meals. You know, I heard about that. It was neck and neck and then she skipped lunch. I feel like it also shows what Christmas is like in L.A., which is very different than the way that they do Christmas anywhere else. It also just captures the strangeness of L.A. in general, kind of in the way that Broad City captures the strangeness of New York. With a dazzling combination of superb writing, acting, and pacing, this one easily makes the list. Number five, Screwed. I know what you're probably thinking. Doesn't he mean Scrooged? The Christmas movie starring Bill Murray? No, I do not mean that movie. That movie kind of annoys me. Sometimes the truth is painful, Frank, uh -huh. but it's made your cheeks all rosy and your eyes bright the stars. I don't like that shit. No, I'm talking about a lesser-known raunchy comedy starring Norm MacDonald as an overworked, underpaid butler who devises a plan with his best friend... David Chappelle! ...to kidnap his mean old boss for ransom money. But they're stupid, so it goes terribly wrong a bunch of times. Dave is fucking hilarious as Norm's best friend, and they have a surprisingly great chemistry together. <laughs> It's, it's really amazing what, what you dig out in the inside of dead people. It's just beautiful, a harmonica. Oh, oh, oh. 
Don't put that in your mouth. There's a lot of incredible comedic actors in this film. Sarah Silverman, Danny DeVito, Sherman Helmsley, and Elaine Strick is a fucking comedic genius. She has the best performance in the movie, in my opinion. I'm surprised more people haven't heard about this movie. No one ever knows what I'm talking about when I bring this up, but it's right up there with Half-Baked to me. It's one of my favorite dumb comedies to watch when I'm goofy high. Besides all the crazy farcical hijinks in the movie, the core theme of friendship and having a positive outlook on life is what keeps it from being just another dumb movie, even though it's still pretty dumb. In a good way. Number four, Long Kiss Goodnight. One of the things that makes this movie so great is that it starts out feeling kind of like a typical holiday hallmark dramedy. A beautiful woman with a beautiful kid and a beautiful husband and a beautiful life. But she has amnesia, so she can't remember most of her life before she met her husband. The last, like, 27 years of her life are a mystery. And every once in a while, fun little things from her memory will pop up. I used to do this. I'm gonna shut Look at this. Look at this woman. She's amazing. Just do that. But when her old life starts to perforate her new one, Samantha's memory starts to come back along with her old personality. Just do that. I don't like that shit. And her old personality is different. This is another Shane Black movie. Again, he's got a lot of Christmas movies, but this one is by far my favorite in his filmography. It might be mostly nostalgia since I saw this movie growing up, but I feel like it still holds up. There's never really a dull moment, and the dialogue is pretty fucking clever. How'd you find us? The address in your quote. Here. Between the address of a topless bar and the picture of what looks like a man's penis. That's a duck, not a dick. It's also the most Christmassy feeling movie in his filmography. Also, Sam Jackson is in the movie, and he makes every movie better. Just point and spray, okay? Ready? And... His chemistry with Gina Davis is wonderful, the action is spectacular, and the story is intriguing, and to some people, it's practically prophetic. Kind of makes you wonder why this movie isn't more popular, but it's always been a huge hit in my household, so that's why it makes it so high on my list. Number three, The Night Before. This little sleeper comedy has quickly become one of my favorite movies to watch around the holidays. This might be one of the best adult Christmas movies out there. Narrated by the legendary Tracy Morgan. As he sat alone on Christmas Eve, his friends came over and forced him to leave. They had to get Ethan out of his funk. So they went to a bar and they got his ass drunk. The Night Before tells a surprisingly touching story about three childhood friends carrying out a yearly tradition to get absolutely shithoused on Christmas Eve. This holiday flick has great performances by its leads, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen, and Anthony Mackie, and a shockingly scene-stealing Michael Sheen. You need a nice, mellow indica. I got a great North Cali bud with a soothing body high and surprisingly accurate visions of the future. Yeah, okay, sure, whatever you got, bro. I haven't mentioned this before, but I kind of stand JGL. I've seen, like, every one of his movies. Like, every single one. A man crush? What are you... No, what are you... What are you talking about? I just think he's an incredible dramatic actor who consistently has very natural performances. And that translates extraordinarily well in comedy, too. The supporting cast is no slouch either. Mindy Kaling, Lizzie Kaplan, Jason Manzukis, and Alana Glazer all have great comedic moments. Dreams? Is this cocaine? You haven't done cocaine for 11 years, I don't think. Yeah, no one has, I don't think. Holy fuck. Yeah. It has a lot of heart, too. Which is not surprising since Seth and Joe team back up with 50-50 director Jonathan Levine. Seth and Evan in their movies as ridiculous as they get, you still feel human beings underneath the humor. It's harder to stay friends with people when you're older. We'll just have to try harder. <laughs> I really love you. 
love you a lot. Real human moments like this is what really pushes comedies to the next level to me. With the help of a very Christmassy score by Marco Beltrami and Miles Hankins, it'll be hard not to feel the Christmas spirit while watching this movie about what it means to become a responsible adult while still embracing your inner child. Number two, Die Hard. Everyone has seen this movie and everyone knows how fucking awesome it is. John McClane is a fun character to watch because one, he's a fish out of water. He's at a party with people he has nothing in common with and even though he's a cop, it's okay, I'm a cop. He's not in his town so he doesn't have any of the support of the LA PD. Could be a fucking bartender for all we know. Two, he's an underdog. When this came out, most movies featured a huge muscle-bound dude with a gun as big as he is mowing down a bunch of people. But other than Beverly Hills Cop, which came out a few years earlier, this was one of the first movies where an average dude was facing seemingly unsurmountable odds and getting his ass kicked most of the time. It'd be a very different film if The Rock was cast as John McClane. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Shut up, bitch! Obviously one of the greatest and most influential action movies of all time, Die Hard is also a great Christmas movie. There's romance, a Christmas miracle. It's Christmas, Theo. It's the time of miracles. And John even goes from being a Grinch to like, I mean, still the Grinch, but like not... Like, he's like the good version when his heart gets all big. Even if it's your 100th time watching it, for some reason, all the moments feel just as fresh as the first time. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. Number one, Batman Returns. How about a kiss, Santa Claus? This shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. Batman is my guy. JGL is a close second. People tend to forget that this one is set during Christmas. But in this age of superhero movies, this might be the perfect flick to sit back and get your superhero fix in a year where we're not going to be getting the ones that we're supposed to. In the sequel to Batman 89, Bruce is reeling over a breakup during the loneliest time of year. But then he meets the love of his life in the form of a psychopathic criminal. You know, your typical meet cute. It's going to be a hot time on the cool town tonight. You, you got kind of a kind of a dark side, don't you? No darker than yours, Bruce. Returns is noticeably shot way better than Batman 89. It's bigger, darker, and the performances from DeVito and Pfeiffer are criminally underrated. I mean, come on, that woman put a bird in her mouth. Like, no one told her to, but she, like, legit put a bird in her mouth, and they just went with it. Don't put that in your mouth. The aesthetic of the dark and edgy Batman costume juxtaposed next to the pure white snow and the colorful holiday decorations make any given scene look remarkable. Gotham, by the way, looks more beautiful in this film than in any other film. You can tell from the amazing production and set design by Bo Welch and Cheryl Karasek that they had a lot of fun decorating the fictional city for the festivities. Batman Returns is definitely one of my favorite Batman movies, period, and most definitely my favorite adult Christmas movie of all time. Merry Christmas, Mr. Wayne. Merry Christmas, Albert. Okay, that's it for my adult Christmas movie list. Thank you so much for watching. I should have some more Christmas stuff coming for you soon, hopefully. I got a lot of shit going on. But either way, I really appreciate you guys hanging out for a bit and talking about Christmas stuff. I seriously do appreciate you guys liking and subscribing. Have a safe and Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. And may the force be with you.